On the show tonight, magic mushrooms, raw marmot kidneys, and black masculinity. Easy fish B. We'll get to the extra-dimensional fishbowl in just a moment. First, I need to apologize to everyone for the last two evenings. I, I was, I call it sick, but really it was my spine that was giving me fits. It felt like all the rods and screws that hold this spine together were trying to do something different than the surgeon intended them to do. Crawling to and fro the restroom, it would have made the podcast impossible. I am sorry. I put something up on Twitter last night, but I know that's not enough. I am sorry, sorry, sorry. I can't apologize enough. I'm not sure exactly how to make this up to you other than to say this. Next time I see you, I promise, in order to make this up to you, next time I see you, you pick the place, you pick the place, and I will lick you wherever you want. I'll, I'll lick you wherever you want. I'll, I, get, I get to pick the time, I get to pick how long said licking occurs, but you, you pick whatever place you think I need to lick you to make up for the last two evenings of no show. Is that fair? All right, that's fair. Hey, everybody, welcome. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's begin with question one. And what's the most unpopular thing you can say about Game of Thrones? See, here's another thing I feel. This was a tease from Monday night. The answer was supposed to be revealed Tuesday and then yesterday. And then we're just now getting around to it. I'll lick you wherever you want. The most unpopular thing I can say about Game of Thrones... I mean, there's a lot of unpopular things I could say about Game of Thrones, even though I love Game of Thrones. I'm of game I, I am not in the cult, but I admit I'm a junkie. Is there any way in hell Game of Thrones there's Sunday nights? Is there any well in he- any any way in hell I'm gonna make it to Monday morning without watching Game of Thrones? No way. No way. Game of Thrones junkie. Most unpopular thing I can say about Game of Thrones is the Battle of Winterfell sucks. I know, again, that's not the name of the episode. Don't ask me to memorize the name of the episodes. But the battle, with no spoilers if you're not there yet, but the Battle of Winterfell sucked. The final season only has six episodes, and you're going to spend one of those episodes, and I know you've been building to it since the pilot, since S1E1. I know they've been building to this, and so... It justifiably needs some time and needs some room to breathe within the script. I get that. I get that. But for an hour and a half show, which is essentially a short movie, to be one hour and 15 minutes of that, a battle scene, it's a little redundant. It's a little much. Just just skip to, the, let me know who dies along the way and let me know how it ends. And before it started, I, I would have guessed that's how it ended. And my hunch is, if you really think about it too, who's the one? Anyway, I don't, no spoilers, no spoilers. Let's move on, Fishby. Is Trump a worse president or businessman? Is he, a, is he a, a worse president or businessman? Well, well, the New York Times got got hold of 
those tax documents, and well, they weren't returns, and they were from the years, what, like 80-something to 90-something? Let me lose over a billion dollars? More money than any single U.S. taxpayer? That's, that's, that's impressive. That's impressive. That's that's bad business. He squandered all his dad's money. He squandered all his money. He squandered all Deutsche Bank's money. He hasn't gone through the Russian mob's money yet. I'm just, I'm just. All right, fine. That hasn't been proven yet. I'm just, just, I'm just. Okay, all right. Um, but he he's a worse president. He's the most divisive president since Abraham Lincoln who spurned the Civil War. And that's that's the first and the last time that President Donald Juanita Trump is ever going to be compared to Abraham Lincoln on this show. But he's, a, he's an awful president. He doesn't care about, you know, the Constitution. He doesn't care about... It's so ironic that Mr. America First, America First, America First, hasn't put America in front of his own personal and his family's interests, which are his own personal interests, for one goddamn day of this presidency. Not one day has Trump been the bigger man and gone, you know, for the good of the country, in the name of America first. No, it's Trump first. It's the Trump family first. It's America second. America distant, distant, distant second. The most divisive president since Abraham Lincoln. And he's on the penny. Dear Uncle, just in case you were, you were a chair. Dear Uncle Bob, what's the worst that could happen if I eat the raw kidney of a marmot? Well, I mean, I, I, I understand. I, under, I, I understand. Many of us wake up and we write down our to-do list for the day or for the week, for the month, for the new year. And one of those things inevitably on your list, one of these days are eating the raw kidneys of a marmot. This happened in Mongolia, where in, in China. Come to find out it's not all Mongolian barbecue. It, it's not all the ghost of Genghis Khan influencing all cooking in the Mongolian region of China. Uh, the... Uh, um, a couple, so a couple did this in Mongolia for the uh, purported, alleged, and apparently not certain health benefits of eating the raw kidney of marmot, which is, which is a fun thing to say. But this, this, couple, this couple got the bubonic plague. Why are you plotting that? No, that, that's not a good story. It's not, that's not, why are you, why, because you, what, you're, because you're sticking up for marmots? You're sticking up for marmots, okay? Uh, all right, fine. No, they got, this couple got the bubonic plague and they died. And they died. And this whole, like, like region in Mongolia had to be quarantined. Everyone's on lockdown. The bubonic plague carried in the kidneys of Mongolian marmots. Who knew? Not me. Be near me. <laughs> be what? <laughs> I was, was going to say be weary, but I selected another letter to start weary with. Next question. Does Houston win game six to even up the Golden State Series? Does Houston win game six to even up the Golden State Series? All right. The game is what, Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. Tomorrow. And I know... 
Kevin Durant is out a week to six weeks with a strained calf. And even though they won championships without Kevin Durant, I understand that there's, everyone says that, that he is their best player. But did you see what Steph Curry did the other night when KD went down? Steph Curry went nuts. Steph Curry himself outscored Chris Paul and James Harden. Everyone is talking about this thing going back to Game 7 in Oakland on Sunday. I don't see that. I see Golden State coming out on fire. Klay Thompson puts up 40. Steph Curry will be in the 30s. Golden State wins in six. How do I know that? I, I have an extra-dimensional fishbowl. And, and I'm not afraid to be wrong, but that's, uh, that's, that, that, that's what I think. Next question, Fishbee. Next question. How should Portland feel about Denver decriminalizing magic mushrooms first? How should Portland feel about Denver decriminalizing magic mushrooms first. First, I run, good job, Fishby, because in the NBA playoffs, the, the other series is Portland versus versus Denver. So, what, 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 look at you, Fishby. Look at you. I know, I know it's by accident, but look at you. How should Portland feel about Denver decriminalizing magic mushrooms first? Yeah, Denver did it. They, they took a vote. Apparently it surprised some people. But 51% to 49%, Denver has officially decriminalized magic mushrooms. Way to go, Denver. Psilocybin for all. Portland, I believe the entire state of Oregon, sometime soon, next time they, they have a, some kind of ballot initiative. Next time, I don't know. I don't live in Oregon. Next time they fucking vote. Next time they fucking vote in Oregon. Sorry, I get emotional talking about Oregon. They, um, the state's going to decide whether or not to, to make mushrooms legal the same way that they've made the marijuana legal. Here's the thing. Yes, I mean, Portland can, can, can be upset if they want, but Portland never does anything first. Portland, Portland, the only thing they've done first is maybe have a vegan strip club, and that's a maybe. That's a as a connoisseur of exotic cabarets, that's a maybe, but they do have the only vegan exotic cabaret that I'm familiar with. So Portland is father, they're first there. Everywhere else, Portland is number two. Even their slogan, keep Portland weird, they stole that. Anyone who's ever been to Austin or ever seen anyone with an Austin, Texas church knows that that's Austin's slogan, keep Austin weird. And anyone that's ever been to Austin knows that Austin isn't as weird as San Francisco. Even now, San Francisco. Austin, it's weird. But San Francisco one, Austin two, Portland three. Maybe Portland two. Portland does everything second. They, they in fact, Portland's new slogan, if they want, since, since they stole that one from Austin, there's a Portland slogan should be, we're number two. We're, we're number two. And just, just have poo emojis all over the city. Next, Fish B. Next. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Yo, Fish B, we, we get it. We get it. Your name is in the, is in the question. No need to, to, to pipe up again there, little fella. Yo, it, it's, 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 it's me, Fish B. God damn it, Fish B! God damn it! In my ongoing quest to make sure everyone knows you're an idiot, thanks, Fish B, 
I was just giving you compliments. In my ongoing quest to make sure everyone knows you're an idiot, when's the last time you took mushrooms? When's the, uh, you mean like, uh, oh, I, I know the, the kind we were just talking about, the magic mushrooms, the psilocybin? I, I intentionally haven't hallucinated in a long, long, long time. I'm talking almost 20 years. And, and this, is, this is a very popular drug that really very few people are scared of. I mean, it's not the kind of thing you want to do like every other day, or I would even say once a month, but once in a blue moon or once in a blue year, sure, a cap and a stem. I'd say they never killed anyone, but I, I'm not a toxicologist. I have no factual data. Maybe they have. But the last time I took them, me and all, all my loser friends, it was a, it was, it was a Halloween gala, because what, what better time to shroom than, than Halloween? <laughs> what better time to be, to be tripping balls, as we used to say. Dude, I'm tripping balls. Um, uh, we, you know, no one really likes the flavor of the mushrooms. You know, so what do you do with them? Do, do you put it in a peanut butter sandwich? What is it you do with the mushrooms? Probably the tastiest thing is, is, is uh, I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but you use, you use a coffee maker, and you, bas and you basically make tea, all right? You, you make tea with, with the mushrooms out of the coffee maker. But I, I had had my tea in like one and a half, like two hours ago, and still nothing. Still nothing. So I thought maybe I had built up a little bit of, of a tolerance, given that this was a substance that I tried before. So I made the unfortunate mistake of going over to the, and maybe I was already starting to loosen it, because I go over to the coffee pot, and I grab the filter out of the top of the coffee pot, which, which is full of, 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 of just, just soaking, wet, disgusting mushrooms at this point that have all been ran through and, and tea's been made of them. And, and I pull this out, and, and I wring this thing, and out comes the, this mushroom syrup like three, four ounces of mushroom syrup, like this thick, creamy mushroom splooge, just, just, just like, like, like ounces and ounces of it, just, just into my, and then I mix that up with my remaining tea, and I take that, and um, there's a such thing as overdoing it. When it comes to shrooms, I can promise you that there's a such thing to overdoing it because I got there to say the next 30 hours <laughs> were, were unpleasant is an understatement. I kept reminding it like I was OK and then I wasn't like anyway. And after that, once I came down off that, I made a sense of like, you know, that's, that's probably uh, that's probably it for me. Yeah, like some people, some people, like normal people are, uh, are scarred. They have like a similar like, like tequila story. Oh, I'm never drinking tequila again. Uh, my story is about shrooms, but whatever, whatever. Thanks, Fish B, for bringing that one up. And again, I mean, right after the, I was going to compliment you, but you never gave me a chance. Because you, you came out of the Portland mushroom question, the Denver question, into that. I mean, you're really trying tonight, Fish B. But then you're in an ongoing quest to make everyone think you mean I'm an idiot, you know? That hurts. I'm a human being with feelings and a Rihanna poster, but it hurts. I'm still a human being. I have a coworker that is an incel. That's um, if I remember correctly, that means involuntarily celibate. 
If you are involuntarily celibate, that makes you an incel. So we're all on the same page. I have a coworker that is an incel, which sounds like a sounds like a lot of fun for a coworker. That told me to watch Richard Benjamin quote or uh, that Nazi that got punched on Twitter to better understand his political beliefs. Beliefs. What should I do? What should? Well. A coworker that's an incel, I, I suppose your coworker has the right to be an incel. And while I don't know the size of the place where you work, and I'm not familiar with Richard Benjamin, I, I don't know what neo-Nazi that is, and I'm not going to look it up because I just, I just don't want that in my browser history for my future Google profile, which will be similar to the social points that China uses anyway. That's way in the future. Um, Richard Benjamin, yeah, don't know, don't, don't, don't know him, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing if it's the typical neo-Nazi Charlottesville incel rah, 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 your coworker can be an incel and your coworker can even on the inside be a racist, bigot, whatever. But your coworker doesn't have the right. It is so inappropriate for a co. I mean, you might as this coworker might as well walk around sticking his hands up ladies' skirts at work because you can't walk around telling your coworkers to watch racist propaganda to better understand his political beliefs. There is no absolute First Amendment right to free speech, period. Especially the courts have ruled time and time at a place of business. There is not an absolute right of free speech. The employer has the right to make some of those decisions. I mean, my first stop would be by HR. Or more than likely, you don't want to do that. You don't want to be a snitch. You don't want to be a rat. I get it. You don't want to be on the wrong side of a neo-Nazi incel. I get it. Maybe you just politely tell them you're not interested. Or, or as politely you can be with a neo-Nazi incel. And please don't tell them to start listening to this show. Because I don't want them to hear the top of this and come up to me at some random place with some spot I can lick them. I don't. I, that that. I, can I put an asterisk? Can I? May I? I can. Thank you. By the beginning of the show, if, if you're a neo-Nazi, I don't have to lick you. I don't. I don't. Everyone else. Everyone else. You. You pick the place. You. I'll pick the time. Let the licking commence. Excuse me. Would you like to take a moment to make fun of the name Archie? Would I like to take a moment to make fun of the name Archie? Yeah, I was I was wrong. Even though I have an extra dimensional fishbowl, I was wrong about the royal baby name. I was I was I was wrong. I really wanted it to be Robert, but no one was gonna call it Baby Robert. Everyone's gonna call it Bob the Baby. Bob the baby, can he fix it? It was going to be great. Everyone was going to love Bob the baby. 
but almost on the, because Bob is a name that doesn't belong to a baby, but almost the same thing. Archie is a name that doesn't belong to a baby either. I mean, I suppose it's better than Archibald, which they didn't call, they didn't name the baby Archibald. This is a weird trend. And that, that you give the baby the nickname instead of the actual name and then call him by the nickname so the baby has no choice what the baby can go by later in life. I think Archibald is a fine name. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Did you see that uh, some uh, BBC uh, radio? Because the baby Archie just made his debut to the world today. They saw the pictures of the baby. They went out and posed the royal couple and the baby, Archie. But this BBC uh, radio commentator, uh, he called the baby a chimp. He called the baby a chimp. You can't do that. You can't. The baby is partially African-American. You can't call a partially African-American baby a chimp. Despite lots of historic racism, especially stemming from the royals. Even though this is racism headed back at the royals, still unacceptable. This BBC presenter lost his, lost his job today. Just for something on Twitter, for calling the baby a chimp on Twitter. Oh, excuse me. I'm not, I promise I'm not doing blow. I just, ha- I just had a lot of snot, and I didn't realize that was going to happen so close to the mic. I promise I'm not doing blow. That was a lot of, uh, that was unfortunate. It's too bad we don't edit this show. It's too fucking bad we don't edit it. Because I, I was going to tell you a story there about, about uh, uh, my own son. Uh, from, from the time he was born, both his uh, African-American mother and I, and, and still to this day, his cute little pet nickname is Monkey. We call him Monkey. We're like, hey, Monkey. Hey, you okay, Monkey? Like, like it's a cute nickname for me and, and my former bride to, to, to call the kid Monkey, like, like it's fine. And like, if people in our family or people that don't, hey, monk, like, like, what up? You know, like, what up, monk? You know, that's all right. That's all right. But if a stranger, like someone I don't know, came up out of nowhere and called my son a fucking monkey, I would beat in their skull with a hundred year old knife sharpener. I would beat in your fucking skull if you called my kid a monkey. I don't even care if you just did it on Twitter. If you did it on Twitter, I would climb into my computer. I would travel at light speed through fiber optic cables to your phone where I would emerge with a hundred year old knife sharpener and beat in your skull. I'm sure, I, I'm sure I would do very well in prison amongst the Aryan nations. I would do very well. Next. What, what happens when Don Trump Jr. testifies before the Senate Intel Committee? Yeah, they, they've issued a subpoena, right? What, what happens when Don Trump Jr. 
testifies before the Senate Intel Committee. And this is curious. The Senate obviously still run by Republicans. That means Republicans have all the chairmanships of the committee. That means this is a Republican chairman. Richard Burr of North Carolina, he's not running for re-election. Maybe he sees the writing on the wall that maybe history won't look back too fondly on this Trump presidency. That and he, like everyone else, there's a bunch of unanswered questions. Bring Don Trump Jr. in. I don't think he's going to show up. I don't think he's going to go. They're going to get voted on to, to, you know, hold him in contempt of Congress, at which point Congress can throw him in, by law, can throw him in the congressional jail. Problem is that there's the, there isn't a, there isn't a jail below Congress. There is no congressional jail, so I'm not sure exactly what they do. Or they can have his new girlfriend, former Fox News host Kimberly Guilfoyle, also ex-wife of current California Governor Gavin Newsom when he was the mayor of San Francisco back in the day. But she could sit next to him or sit in the front row and do that thing she used to do on Fox News where she would just sit there with her legs crossed and her $2,000 high heels and she would twirl her foot and she, and she would hypnotize the audience like it was a Jordan Peele movie or something. Like she would just hypnotize people. Kimberly Guilfoyle. And she would just do that. I don't know, like if you could see me, I don't know why I'm. I don't know why I'm sitting here like doing this like myself. I, even I have I have I hypnotized you, fish me. Yeah, he's either he's either not showing up or he's pleading the fifth. It's not a good look to plead the fifth. But what does he care? It's not a good look being a Trump, and he seems to enjoy that just fine. Well, actually, before Isaiah's last question. Avocados or artichokes? Av- av- avocados or artichokes? Man, that question is hard. A- av- I mean, they're both really good. A- avocados are, I mean, they both start with an A. They both have a lot of letters in them, both, both vowels and consonants. Um, tell you what, that one is so hard. This, is, this isn't much of a tease. But let's, but never know, my back might flare up again and I might have to lick you a second time. Let's save that for tomorrow. Let's, let's just let that one roll into tomorrow and let the last question, as always, belong to Isaiah the Tiny Player, our nine-year-old executive producer. His question reads as follows. What's the best way to celebrate my black masculinity? the best way to sell it man that's a that's a that's a uh that's a that's a tough question for uh for for oh boy from the what's the best way to celebrate your can we go back to avocados and artichokes no 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 all right that ship has sailed well firstly if someone you don't know calls you monkey you beat the fuck out of them with a hundred year old knife sharpener If you don't know what that is, they're very heavy. They're, they're long. They're, they're heavy. They got Anyway, I'm not going to explain what a hundred-year-old knife sharpener is. You know, I, I mean, I, I mean, black, I mean, black, I mean, black, we can't, we can't define as being of, 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 
you know, of, of African descent. You could a certain amount of uh, melatonin within the pigment. We could, we can, we can do that. I, I understand the definition of black, but in all honesty, I'm not 100% sure I can accurately define masculinity. I'm not sure exactly, like, masculinity being more masculine trait than feminine trait, but this really isn't the, the, the time for my uh, gender is fluid, uh, one, one, of, uh, one, of, one, of, one of those arguments, which is... Uh, yeah, so I'm just, I'm just, we're just gonna move on to Paletabola de Fuego. Shut up, Fishby! Shut up! Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, I, I'll, 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 I'll give you the same advice I, I, I always do when I'm not, I'm not sure what you say. You just, you, you just, you just do yourself, or you just, you don't do, yeah, do you, but be yourself, you know, relax, have fun. You do your very best, you try your very hardest, you give maximum effort, you let the chips fall where they may, and then, and then, and then you go about your business. And then you go about your business. I, I wouldn't worry about, uh, I wouldn't worry about that. All right, now can we move on to Paleta Bola de Fuego? Because I've got it in my hand, it would be a shame if the hottest finale in show business didn't get to happen. Question one. Walmart has Walgreens, uh, 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 what? I can't even read that. Anyway, Walmart is raising their uh, tobacco sales age to uh, 21 as well. Uh, in the last 90 days, Kim Kardashian has played a role in the release of 17 inmates. Way to go, Kim K. The Florida man who got his case dropped for his I eat ass sticker on his truck. Good to know the First Amendment still survives in Florida. This guy had an I eat ass sticker on the back of his truck, got pulled over, refused to take it off, got a ticket, uh, got, also was charged for resisting arrest uh, uh, without violence. Uh, those charges were dropped. Apparently, First Amendment still matters. Go Florida. Facebook, oh, excuse me. Walmart store managers, in addition to uh, raising the uh, buying age of their cigarettes, Walmart's Walmart store managers, their salaries average $175,000 a year, which I'm, I mean, given they are huge stores, that is a lot to manage, but that's a good average number, right? Walmart, all right. Facebook co-founder Chris Hughes penned a fantastic op-ed in today's New York Times about why Facebook needs to be broken up, uh, uh, anti-monopoly uh, laws. Read it. And lastly, if you didn't see yesterday's game, Tottenham Hotspur versus Ajax in the UEFA Champions League, all I'm going to tell you is Tottenham Hotspur won in one of the greatest, if not the greatest, football matches that I've ever seen. Way to go, Hotspur! Till manana when we answer the difficult questions like, am I going to keep it Brockmire this weekend? And avocados or artichokes? I'm Bob Van Dyne for Fish B. <laughs> saying, adios! Life is short. Be good to each other. Try not to, you know... Beat anyone with a hundred-year-old knife sharpener. <laughs>